On this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out if The Flash has time left in its run to do a sitcom about mold inspections, if Superman and Lois's kids cannot fuck up for just one whole day, and if Jubilee can spin a fantastic yarn on X-Men the Animated Series. All that and more on an all-new episode of the Superhero Show Show. What's up, nerds? Welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only show on the internet that reviews every single live-action television show based on a comic book, as well as some of the animated ones. My name is Cassie, and I will be the host for this episode. I've got my friends here to help me out, though, because I have abandonment issues. They always have to be here with me. I can never be alone. Please never leave me, you guys. First of all, there's Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Hey, Cassie, I'm, uh, can you hear me? I can hear you. You're coming in loud and clear, Ryan. Okay, I'm actually behind the studio right now, um, and I've got my uh, machine gun, Okay, and we're just, we're just popping off. We're firing at Bud Lights right now. Don't know why. Saw it online, but we're just taking aim at every Bud Light we can see. So if you guys have any Bud Lights, come out here, and we're going to shoot at them, okay? Well, you know, one, you know we got Bud Lights. So always got to have it stocked in the studio. Two, um, why couldn't you do this earlier? Why is this live on the podcast? Uh, I just thought that... Uh, People who listen to podcasts, uh, they get excited when they uh, hear things like gunshots. Like that's oh, something that you want to share that. with the world. They love that. Absolutely. So, yeah, um, I, we already paid for all of this Bud Light, but um, I guess it's the trend to just shoot them. So I'm going to shoot them. Now, question. Full Bud Lights, empty cans? What are you working with? Oh, I can't drink the Bud Light anymore. It's like I, th- That's why I have to shoot it is because we're not allowed to drink it anymore. Gotcha. I don't know if you heard... But that's just, that's the new rule. Okay, okay, absolutely. We already paid for it, but now we're going to shoot it. I mean, do what you will with your money, Ryan. You get paid a hefty amount here, and if you want to do that, that's that's all you, bro. Unfortunately, I do only get paid in Bud Light, so I'm just shooting all of the money that I <laughs> yeah. have. Yeah, again, sponsored by Bud Light. Shout out to Bud Light. Thank you so much. Um, I do have Caitlin here. Caitlin, are you in studio or are you somewhere else? Oh, you're breaking up a little bit. I'm actually outside. I was frolicking through the lo- local meadow oh. um, and I caught a great whiff of Bud Light, which you know is my favorite. <laughs> so I do happen to have my eyes on a whole bunch of lineup of Bud Light. So I'm going to keep you on as I'm going to run straight <laughs> to this Bud Light and grab all of my favorite. I'll grab you one, okay? Oh, I'm going. Oh, no, 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 I'm no. Going. Oh, I'm Caitlin, going. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so, uh, Caitlin, you still there? We have you made it? No, Cassie, I, Cassie, I'm scared and I need your help. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> But did somebody run across your, your front of your Bud Lights? Did you see? I was standing next. I had all my Bud Light in front of the local <laughs> meadow. Yeah, all the meadows we have around here. 
It was right underneath the sign that says Local Meadow. And yeah, I just started firing because that's what we do with our Bud Lights. And it looked like some a, a raccoon or a possum or something ran yeah. by to grab a Bud Light. Yeah. See, the, what I'm worried about is Caitlin has historically been known to run like a raccoon or a possum. And um, I'm afraid that you might have got Caitlin in there. Oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it's a Bud Light miracle. Oh. Wow. She will always come back for a good Bud Light. Absolutely. It actually dripped inside my bullet hole wound. Uh, and, and I think I don't even see the hole anymore. You oh, might become superhuman after this. She's becoming part human, part Bud Light. And you know that we have to shoot at all things Bud Light. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Ryan, give it a second, okay? <laughs> no, this is this Kid Rock said. Kid Rock told us that we have to shoot at Bud Light. What if she's only like 5% Bud Light at this point? That's I'm only 5% alcohol. <laughs> It's time to send her towards the light. It's only (laughs) fair. All right. Well, this is already getting off the rails. Caitlin, I need you to run away from Ryan. If you see Ryan, run. Okay? Uh, (laughs) Great. (laughs) It's her signature running noise. That's how you know she's really booking it. Well, have Uh, you ever heard a raccoon or a possum run? That's (laughs) this exact noise that they make. (laughs) (laughs) That's why people get so scared at night when they hear them going around their trash. It's because they're screaming like monsters. Uh, if you shined a fla- if you heard noises by your trash can, you shined a flashlight right at a possum and it looked at you and went, <laughs> you would piss and shit yourself, Cassie. Absolutely. I would. And that's why I'm covered in piss and shit. <laughs> 24-7. That's why. Absolutely. That's not why. That's not why at all. It's because she's half Bud Light. <laughs> all right. Well, we got a real situation to take care of here. So um, I got to go tend to that. But you guys, we got a big episode coming up. Later on, we're going to be talking about Gotham Knights, Riverdale, Superman and Lois, and even Axtaz. <laughs> but before we get to that, you know we got to talk about The Flash. <laughs> on this week's episode of The Flash... Barry is dealing with a mold inspection turned escape room as him, Iris, and some inspectors get stuck in the lab due to complications from Kronos the Time Thief stealing a time magnet from the future. Unaware of this, Cisco is trying to get that D wet, but messes it all up when he mentions he's in love. Taste buds, I ask you. We've seen this final season make some leaps to bring on past characters, which we haven't loved, but how do we feel about a completely random mold plot in the final season? I mean, hey, we we only have a handful of episodes left. Let's have a mold sitcom about that is uproariously hilarious and does nothing. And uh, Cassie, I would ask you to sh- to put some respect. It's not Kronos; it's Lady Kronos. Put some respect. Sorry, on that her is name. absolutely uh, it, that is. Thank you so much for calling me out and keeping me accountable in this day and age. It is Lady Kronos. Thank you so much. Who is who's boy Kronos? We don't know, but this is Lady Kronos. This one's the lady version. I feel like she should be like, does Kronos mean time? Actually, that's my yeah, not beans. I was gonna Every say, time there's a time, it's going to be Kronos. Darn it. I thought it was, was going to say lady time or something like that because she had the clock on her head and everything. Mm-hmm. Lady okay. time is menstruation. <laughs> <laughs> there is that problem. They couldn't, they couldn't get the rights for <laughs> lady time. <laughs> it took me a while to notice um, when, they, when she went full lady Kronos and did whiteface, which is a problem against my culture. Um, it took me a while to notice that there was hands of a clock on her forehead. Yeah. And I'd like to think that if it, this was boy Lady Cronus, that the hands of the clock would have been under his nose like a mustache. Right? Uh, it, isn't that, oh, that Cogsworth? Fun. Isn't that, that how is Cogsworth. Cogsworth? That's how he rolls, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. 
Oh my gosh, it is. Yeah. Wow, Disney. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we have him on the pod whenever we need just to come in and make that little noise. That was, Thank that you. was Lumiere, but that's fine. <laughs> oh shit. Look at this little <laughs> Disney nerd over here. Fuck. Um, but the, we're talking about the Flash right now, which um, honestly, guys, I hate to say this, I didn't mind this fucking wild ass episode. <laughs> I, and I get, I met with silence. Nobody else kind of, kind of had a little bit of fun with this wild ass shit. Caitlin's just staring at you doing the like slit throat thing. <laughs> um, I honestly, it's so hard to forget about that. There's fucking five left, and mm. I don't. If they were to be more serious and more, uh, like. I don't know, in memoriam, we have to do all this stuff, then that would have bugged me too. It's just, this show can't not bug me. It's just annoying. <laughs> I gotcha. But did you see when the inspectors walked in and they did like a slow motion thing on them and it was like, oh shit, there's so many of them. So no, it's not just the bold people, it's the electrician and everything. You have been inspected in nine years. Also, why have they been able to avoid like these inspections great, for nine great years? Great fucking question. <laughs> There's normally a fire marshal that has to come once a year. I don't know what's happened here at Star Labs. I do think one of the really cool things that this episode does is it uses the date of the episode that releases I was, in like, the I episode. I screamed when I saw that as if I, I saw like, a picture oh! of myself. Yeah. <laughs> what's up, like, April you know 5th? What date it is. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was weirdly exciting for me. And I was like, you guys, stop it. And they just kept bringing it back. I was like, oh, my God. We're going to keep talking about it. I love it. I mean, it, it is going to date the episode in the future, literally. that like I've never seen anything more dated than this. It has the literal date. Did you Did you guys think that we were supposed to know who these people were when they came That's in? That's what I kept wondering. I the was way like, it was shot, it was like... Back? I, and so I kept looking it up. I was like, okay, so these are actors or characters or something. Nothing. They, <laughs> they've never been on the show before. Um, they're not a callback to anything as far as Google could tell me. Now, is this like, does the Flash just have no beloved characters? Like, do they just have to pull random ass motherfuckers and <laughs> random ass plots? It's like, like hiring people to go show up to your funeral. <laughs> it's just. One thing, they did a lot of like flashbacks in this episode. Mm hmm. And I was like, oh, I should apparently know these people who are in this flashback, too, but I don't. Um, but they were just so weird up, like, such weird flashbacks. One of the flashbacks was a flashback to the beginning of this episode <laughs> um, when Lady Kronos was like, I don't, who was supposed, who was posing as an electrician is like, mm. um, I need to know where the wires are. Well, that's because that's classic CSI shit. We had to go yeah. back to the exact moment when he realized this ain't an electrician because she didn't know Breaker. It was a mystery. <laughs> so they had to show like how it all developed. Although they, they talked about it so much after it originally happened, though. It's yes. like we can recall that without a flashback. Have you ever solved a mystery? Like, you just want to kind of keep high-fiving yourself. Like, you draw as much attention to it as you can. <laughs> like, you remember this fucking moment? That's when I realized. It was the only one they did, though. It was the only one. It was the one moment she had. That's <laughs> all they had time for. But it was seriously, like, the last third of the episode was just all of the things that we were supposed to notice and then all of the things that Lady Kronos did to set this up. As if this has been, like, a long-running you know, mystery that we've all been worried about. We just met all these fuckers today, April 5th, 2023. 
They really had like an Ocean's Eleven thing in mind. Oh yeah, and, like when you go back and yeah. see it all, like oh shit, that's how it connected. Like no duff, the it Flash. Literally, <laughs> we could have guessed that from the beginning. It was. <laughs> I, I did think some of the guys were delightful though. Like the Mold guy did like him. Mold guy was fun. Even lead Inspector guy who was just into sci-fi's. Like I yeah. loved those two characters. Were like more were better characters than a lot of the other ones we've seen. And then we had to have the smart person who was like, I know. Oh yeah. Even Science little nerd ass girl, yeah. great character. I thought that that was um, shit. What's the voice? What's the ship from Legends of Tomorrow? Oh, I thought if it was it's her. Not Bebo, you know, I don't know it. <laughs> I thought it was that voice. Uh, and then, did you Sarah recognize Lance. the villain, Lady Kronos? Uh-huh. No, she is the sassy nurse or doctor on Resident Alien who will come in what? and say like one deadpan line and then just walk away. Like she's no the one who way. hates everyone in the town. Fuck. Oh. That's so good. I'm so bummed that she went from the greatest show ever created, Resident <laughs> Alien, to Lady Kronos. <laughs> I just hope that in the next episode of Re- Resident Alien, there's still a little bit of the makeup. Then you can see <laughs> the remnants of Kronos. <laughs> just can't get it off. Um, that was all our main plot. Now, the side plot with Cisco, I literally couldn't care less. The whole time, every time we cut over, I was like, I cannot, you cannot pay me to care about what what's happening. What is that girl's name? I literally couldn't even get it. Allegra. I didn't even have Allegra. Allegra. Yeah, and her performance, like, if she thinks she's an actor, she does not have Allegra stand on, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you know, Cassie, you know this isn't Cisco, right? Are you just saying... <laughs> oh shit, Cisco's just her P. Runkle. <laughs> I thought you also just... went by Cisco. <laughs> <laughs> so you think Cisco is a title you get when you're the dorky <laughs> tech guy? Ryan, if you could if you could be in my mind when I wrote that paragraph, I was so fucking proud of myself to be able to pull Cisco and it's not even his fucking name. <laughs> no, you forgot the name Chester P. Runk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Chester, sorry. Chester trying to get that D wet. Um <laughs> my apologies, everyone. But yeah, it was just like their play. It starts off with them playing like Scrabble and shit, and she's trying to use Zaw, and I was like, I don't give a fuck. These yeah. these people, can't. I know this is the CW, I, all of the shuttle, right? This is the CW, and um, it's maybe for a younger audience than us. But like this, we're gonna talk about Superman and Lois later. Like Superman and Lois isn't this cringy, and that's mm-hmm. for a same audience. Like these two people are m- mentally handicapped, and watching them speak to each other is. It, it's insane to listen to. Like, they are eight or nine. You know what? It's a big situation. They both pray <laughs> to fucking Zartan or whatever, and they're eight-year-olds in uh, giant bodies speaking to each other. It's it's unbearable. <laughs> it's literally, like, it's the worst thing ever. And them, like, try to be, like, that annoying-ass couple that, like, awkwardly hypes each other up for being saying the, like the dumbest things and being like, that was so cute, babe. I fucking oh, I wanted God. to die. I wanted to die. Absolutely. And then uh, when he was like, I love you, and then she started to freak out, I was like, good, break up, this episode, end it. And that did not happen. I have no connection to either of them. And I've seen them on a couple episodes. They don't have chemistry together. No, they don't. They, but it's the, it's, it's the dialogue, though. Like, the actor's probably fine, but like the Scrabble game, she won, and she echoes, and he's like, oh, you did not just echo. And like oh i know you're you know you're my favorite person on the planet but just shut the fuck up like mm-hmm. headbutt each other till you die both of you <laughs> um and that was those were like the two plot like these were the two things we were going between this mold heist situation and the fact that uh iris is pregnant with nora oh, the daughter yeah. that they've already met and yeah. knows like certain ice cream and 
Uh, that those moments I was fine with that yeah those were probably one of the better moments like it starts with him like painting the crib which first of all ugly ass crib he painted terrible <laughs> terrible job he did on that I hate what he did with it throw it in the trash but then him like running off to get ice cream whenever she just even looks like she wants ice cream perfect love it he did so good and then he also like how do you check out that quickly he definitely stole that shit that's all Absolutely, I was thinking he stole that shit he's like the fridge is stuffed with ice cream it's like bitch you fucking stole yeah. that there's some ice cream <laughs> store in wherever with just like murdered employees blood everywhere because <laughs> of how fast he got that ice cream I also he like through people which yeah, just exploded them uh, but no, Iris needs her ice cream. I do want to speak to the fact that this is the best part of the episode, maybe even the show, is the two of them together. Sometimes mm-hmm. he's too awful to handle, and sometimes she makes him like aware of that. But mm-hmm. uh, in this episode, it worked. Uh, I do want to speak to what Iris calls pregnancy brain, which is absolutely a real thing. Um, when you're pregnant, you do sort of lose your mind. And it's not like you like fly off the handle or get angry. Um, it's just like, there's so, you're so much is going on in your body. Like that the doorbell will ring and you'll be like, what the fuck was that? I've never heard that noise. Like (laughs) it's a real legit thing that happens to people. So I appreciate the show representing for that. But her version was like, she was doing good the whole time, but then couldn't remember one wild ass word. And she was like, yeah, my pregnancy brain. And And then cries. I was like, you solved this whole mold situation. (laughs) Like you were a full detective. Your, your brain's going strong, girl. Yeah, and it's it's really unpredictable. Like you'll you know write a fifty page paper about solving cancer, and then uh, go to take a drink and forget where your mouth is. <laughs> it's funny if it wasn't scary. <laughs> Where's my mouth? You start putting the straw up your butt. Well, that's where we're left with five <laughs> episodes left, which I didn't know and is insane. Um, God, I don't even know where they could go with this season now that we've had a mold heist. Like I don't. I don't know what it's going for, but we're I mean, here for the journey. The Sopranos, The Wire, uh, Cheers, Seinfeld, they all left the mold heist sitcom episode for the final episode of the series. For this one to do it five episodes before, it's it's brazen. Bold. It's ballsy. Fucking bold. Yeah. Um, bold to be mold. Nailed it. Speaking of that great moment, we got to go to moments of the week. Um, Ryan, in this banger of an episode, did you have a moment of the week? I have a couple, actually, Cassie, if I may. Um, You absolutely can. The first scene is Barry. This is the most Barry thing I've ever seen. Getting super excited about a mint condition issue of a science journal uh, that has (laughs) his dad on it. Sure. but And then later he throws it up in the air as he runs away. Like, if this shit is supposed (laughs) to be mint condition, then maybe take care of it. Um, Also... Towards the end, after Barry gets back from the future, from wearing his Star Trek outfit, uh, he says to Iris, running it, running to the future again? It never works. I should know that by now. <laughs> yes, Barry. Yes. Yeah, a little yeah. bit of growth. He's still going <laughs> to do it five more times in the last five episodes, but he, yeah. is, he straight up said out loud, it never fucking works. All of my ideas are shit, Iris. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> the writer's really coming through on that one. Like... <laughs> Uh, Caitlin, what's your moment of the week? Okay, so I have I have two as well. Um, first of all, we know this episode takes place on April fifth, twenty twenty three. Yeah, and <laughs> and Lady Kronos comes from a time which is uh in twenty. 20- one, two, three. Yeah. So uh, basically 100 years later, she knows to go back to April 5th, 2023, because that's when the last mold inspection is. You're telling me that there's 100 years of no mold inspection? 
wild in star labs that's how she knew that's how she got to this date a hundred years wild well um there's this is the first one in seven years and then they take a hundred year break <laughs> they said we done it. we nailed it with that we one that one was so thorough <laughs> we're such, good we don't even have that mold anymore it doesn't even grow because <laughs> it's it's been a long year uh, i have one more moment of the week cassie oh wait sorry uh-huh. keep going caitlin Okay, I have one more. Um, there is a moment when they get stuck in this time loop, basically, and the first thing that they notice that is off is there's a giant grandfather clock, mm-hmm. and this grandfather clock goes off and it goes oh meow, like makes some noises, and I'm like, this is fucking Stranger Things. Like they literally took the the grandfather co- clock from Stranger Things. They took the even the the little noise from Stranger Things, and it really brought me to a fun place. And I was like, oh, I like this. And then I thought they were going to do something else with it, but then they just left that grandfather clock, and <laughs> yeah. it literally never went anywhere. No, it's now in Star Labs. But they I just think, have that. I think it was fun. I thought it was fun. <laughs> they know what the kids want. It's grandfather clocks. They provided They're it. They're like, this is what's hot with the kids now. Let's throw it in our show. <laughs> They'll too. throw this on a TikTok, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, TikTok. Ryan- TikTok. That's the sound a grandfather clock makes. <laughs> oh. God, always on it, Ryan. I appreciate your brain. What was your other moment of the week? Uh, when the um, sci-fi nerd changes into the like a statue. Uh, he screams as loud as he can and then blips out like Thanos got to him. I was like, that's okay. That that works. And then 10 minutes later, I think in a flashback, and this episode had a ton of flashbacks. Every time Barry walked away, you could be like, uh-huh. <laughs> flashback. It's, guys, it's been a while since I've said that. Um, there's a uh, flashback with, what's his name? Tom Cavanaugh, uh, the evil Flash. D- do, he does the exact same scream and the exact same blip out, which means we see that effect twice in this episode which i do think is a television record yeah beautiful uh my moment of the week is when we get they to another flashback and this is where they tried to tie the whole thing together of why this could be in the final season of like this lab sure has seen a lot and we just see random ass shit happen in the lab (laughs) like somebody explodes or some shit and they're like man this lab and i was like what the fuck was this I don't remember Flash enough to even know if those were clips from old episodes or if they just filmed all those real quick. Like, oh my God, there's a gorilla running through here. Oh shit, it's raining Skittles. Oh no, zombies. It was the most beautiful thing to have a Buckwild episode and then at the end be like, we did this one for the lab, guys. Like, it was my favorite thing ever. And it's actually why I love this episode. Um, RIP to the lab, we'll miss you. Uh, the Flash is, uh, I believe, Tuesdays on the CW. Or one of the early days. Uh, it's on the CW. Check it's it out. Wednesdays. <laughs> Wednesdays. Yeah. Everything's on Wednesday on the CW. Um, that's it for The Flash, though. I do have time to talk about a website idea. And, uh, Caitlin, I know you were trying to... You were throwing around some ideas for a website. Uh-huh. Um, go ahead and pitch one to us now. We'll let you know how we feel about it. Um, this one's called um, Nose Goop Be Gone. Okay, great. Um, and it is a website where it talks about how you can get goop out of your nose. Okay. And when I say goop, I mean, like, the slime that is really popular with the kids. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm sure they shove it in their nose. So this is, like, Obviously. tips and tricks from moms, fellow children, um, talking about how they get that goop out of them noses great and is it only helpful <laughs> for people like little kids noses or if like you know an adult no, happens to get some goop up there too that's why it's both for adults and children we have uh we don't care we don't discriminate between age mm-hmm. um we allow anyone to post on here and tell us how you get that goop out of your nose and I know we want people going to that website, yeah. of course, but can you give a little teaser of like one way to get that goop out of that nose? Yeah, for sure. Um, turkey baster in Great. nostril, 
Slurp it out. Terrible. I hate, I hate that I asked that question. Final question I have for you because I'm scared now. What's the domain for that baddie? Goop be gone. Great. Uh, I can't believe you were able to get Goop be gone. Goop be gone dot gov. You think anti Gwyneth Paltrow people would have that? Yeah. Yeah. But no. That's for getting shit out of your nose. Are you guys uh, gov that made it cheaper? Are you guys proponents of the snot rocket? Do you enjoy a good snot rocket? No. I can't do it. Huh? She can't do it. I asked, does anybody? Yeah. I I mean, like, if you get it good, like, you hold this nostril tight and then just boom from the other one. Or if you got, like, bad guys on either side of you. Oh. You hold both nostrils tight and blow, and then it comes out of your ears, and you attack them. <laughs> you got two you, two air darts. That's fun. I yeah. love that. I just wish I could do it, because like, every time I try, it gets stuck on the edge of my nostril. So it just it's it's like a, it backfires on me. I'm so sorry for your struggles. Yeah. I'm sorry for your pain. Yeah. Um, That'd be cool, website- though, if I stuck some slime in my nose and was able to snot rocket that out real good. Gross. Ryan, you should go on my website, goopygone.gov. Um, and tell everyone how you snot rocket things out of your nose. Have you guys ever um, had something like uh, really strong pizza cheese or something and been able to pull it in through your not- nose and mouth at the same time? No. God, like, no. You know how like cartoons will wipe their front yep. and their back bottom with yep. a towel? You could do that uh-huh. with stuff through your nose and your mouth. I'm physically trying not to throw up, which means it's not time for me to plug. <laughs> Cybersprout.net, Ryan, when you go to goopbegone.gov, it's going to look beautiful because my friend Cybersprout.net helped Caitlin make that. And I'm going to tell you what all they offer. They offer premium hosting that's specifically built for WordPress. They handle security, maintenance, backup, speed optimization. They focus on collaboration. And they help you reach the right customers. It's easy to manage drag and drop tools um, while you're dragging and dropping shit in that nose. Uh, Cybersprout.net, your partner for a digital world. Coming up next, it's the pull list. We are back for the pull list where we talk about all the other shows we watched this week. First show starting it off is Gotham Knights. On episode four of Gotham Knights, the game finally gets a lead on who might have been involved in the murder of Batman. Turner goes to Chris uh, Cressida, his Alfred, to find out why Bruce Wayne changes his will right before he died. See what happened to the missing copy of the will. The one that we saw in episode one that she burned. This reveals that Cressida is a member of the Court of Owls, and in a twist, the owls all swoop in and invite Turner to be part of the court. Meanwhile, Carrie and Daruel look into a lead that might help them uncover who killed Grandpa Bats a hundred years ago. Taste Buds, I ask you this. We finally have a piece to the Bat murder case and a direction for our characters. And I know you haven't been too excited about this episode or this show in general. Does having an actual direction like now, does that excite you for upcoming episodes of Gotham Knights? Nope. Great question. (laughs) Absolutely not. Zero percent. We still have to deal with all those actors, all those kids, all those lions, the same writers. Absolutely not. Couldn't care less. So this is the one where I like read a bunch of articles on it because I didn't actually, this is the first episode I haven't watched. Mm -hmm. And um, I read a bunch of articles and everyone's like, this is finally where it got good. Like, I can't believe they actually did a good episode. It's like, it's not perfect, but it has legs. I was like, what? So you know I'm going to go back and watch this now. And when you Yeah, I was just going to say, you have two episodes (laughs) of Gotham Knights to watch next week. Yeah. No, I will be watching that on my free time just so I can catch up. God, you are the bravest person I've ever met. Thank you. And also when you said everybody reviewing it online, like that's you and one other person. (laughs) So I hope you two connect at some point. Me and Screen Rant have gotten really close (laughs) close recently, okay? There's one writer on Screen Rant who is just (laughs) suffering with you. 
Uh, what fucking AO? By the way, Matt Singer, who I interviewed in the last couple of superhero show shows, he is the editor in chief of Screen Rant. Wow. Is he the one watching this shit? I <laughs> sincerely doubt it. <laughs> Fan sized is who watches it with me. Oh, shit. Joel Leonard. Oh, God. Don't mention uh, him. Should I ask Matt if he wants to come on the show and talk to Caitlin about Gotham Knights? <laughs> Absolutely. Please, I need some support here. <laughs> it's not a good show. I'm not saying it's a good show. I'm just watching it. <laughs> She's just committed at this point. Uh, uh, Caitlin, what do you, how do you feel about um, Better Call Saul? <laughs> yeah, it's a garbage. Mm-hmm. But Gotham Knights. Yeah, but Gotham Knights, it. good I, shit. I never said it was good. I'm just watching it. <laughs> Gotham Knights is Tuesday on the CW. Our next show is Riverdale. On this week's episode of Riverdale, Riverdale High's sock hop is around the corner, and Archie has his sights set on taking Veronica to the dance. Betty is confused when Kevin appears uninterested in taking things to the next level with her. (laughs) What? Elsewhere, Jughead takes aim at Pep Comics, and Tony attempts to convince Cheryl to let Fangs perform at the sock hop. Taste buds, I ask you this. Who are you inviting to the upcoming Pop Filter Sock Hop? Um, my number one man, um, Barack Obama. Murdoch. <laughs> Barack Obama. <laughs> I'll see which one responds first, if it's either Barack or Murdoch. Did we uh, just create Murdoch Obama? <laughs> <laughs> the coolest guy you know. <laughs> He's kind of angry every once in a while. Uh, Cassie, I'm going to need to eat kibble at 5 p.m. <laughs> And it's going to have to be thrown on the floor. Um. I've never wanted my dog to sound like Barack more in my life. Like, I just want to make a little invention that's like, this is what your dog's saying, but it isn't Barack's voice. Oh, real quick. No big deal. I'm just going to make a little invention this weekend that tells you exactly what your dog is saying, but in Barack Obama's voice. We all have free time. Caitlin watches Gotham Nights. I make little inventions. (laughs) Can Um, your other dog sound like Trump? Just yeah, absolutely. They already do just by crying the whole time. Burn, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> sad, sad for sad. Trump. <laughs> Fucking sad. Um, Ryan, how yes. was this sock hop? Was it hopping? Uh, they did take their shoes off. Uh, I didn't Gross. know you actually did that at a sock. So yeah, everything smells like stinky nineteen fifties. Fucking feet. terrible. Um, this show might be doing a thing. Huh. I don't know, but it might be doing a thing where. Uh, Speaking of Nelson and who, which president he sounds like, um, maybe making America great again back in this time is not the best. Mm, maybe this no. was a terrible time to live um, where principals just sit over the dance and they look and wa- wait for people to uh, of the same sex to like look at each other longingly and then come down and be like, um, you know, gay people go to hell, right? Oh, and they're like, no. oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not, I won't be gay anymore. There's a, uh, <laughs> there's like bleachers in the back of the sock hop with a bunch of closeted teenagers getting drunk, <laughs> staring at their who own they party. love. <laughs> yeah, having their own party, just being sad because uh-huh. they don't want to go to hell, of course. In the 50s, if you're gay, you go to hell. Also, uh, there's multiple storylines where uh, the mommies, of the teenagers get heavily, heavily involved. Um, Veronica breaks Archie's heart, goes over to Archie's house the next day to apologize. Molly Ringwald, his mother, answers the door and screams at her, saying, my little Archiekins told me everything you did, and if you ever hurt my baby boy, I will kill you. Uh, Everything was bad back then, guys. Everything was bad. Wow. 
how um, was, I guess, everyone. So the main drama, we had nothing going on outside of mainly the sock hop, like all the kids. Are we back in like kid time? The, the 50s. Gotcha. Like when the Archie comics first happened, everybody, and they all their dialogue is like that. They're all like, what's up, Hep Cat? Uh, up your nose with a rubber hose. Oh, gee willikers. <laughs> oh, gee, there's so many willikers to be G'd. <laughs> oh, man. I really feel like this one changed Molly Ringwald's character the most. Like, I feel like she passed Molly Ringwald, like, mom character. She didn't really have that much of a... She, I mean, she ran... She left the family. She wasn't there that much. And this one, she's so fucking involved in Archie's life. She's yes. overbearing and... Ready to punch children. Were they like, we have Molly Ringwald, why don't we let her act? Uh, okay, but after watching the show, why don't they let her act? Because, <laughs> woof, yeah. she's, she has some trouble getting through these lines. Um, at the end, Veronica um, comes up, at the dance, comes up to Archie and says, I'm really sorry, can I have this dance? And Archie says, actually, you know what, Veronica, rain check, walks past her, and who does he dance with? <gasps> His mom? His mommy. No! Yes. Archie's a um, certified mommy's boy. Uh, yeah, he's a Molly simp for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan, do you got a moment of the week or was that beautiful moment it? Because that would be mine. Yeah, I mean, that was gorgeous. Um, Kevin uh, Keller just coming up with every excuse not to not to not fuck Betty, not to kiss Betty. Just like, oh, no, I can't. I'm thinking about anything else and betty is so frustrated she all she all she wants to do is bang cannot figure it out cannot put two and two together um starts to have a crush on archie but then keller says you know what fuck it i'm just gonna let's just do this with betty um a lot of people think that gay people just didn't exist in the 50s but they did they just had miserable hate-filled lives because they would force themselves into other things um and then uh, my, my moment of the week has to be barb or not barb from Stranger Things. What's her name? Ethel? Ethel's back. And um, we're, at, we're in the 50s. This is going great. And then at the sock hop, she comes in, covered in blood, says, Jughead, I did a bad, bad thing. Because Riverdale's got to Riverdale. Wow. Oh, good. Man. It's back. It's back. Love it. I love Riverdale. Uh, it's Wednesdays on the CW. Our final show of the week is Superman and Lois. On episode four of Superman and Lois, after her first chemo treatment, Clark tries to get Lois to relax for a day. Obviously, this doesn't go well because Jonathan gets punched by Candace's dad. Jordan freaks out about a haircut and John Henry finds out that him from this earth was a weapons dealer for Mannheim. Meanwhile, Kyle, Lana, and Sarah all deal with the slap from last episode and have a super healthy conversation for divorced parents. Taste buds, I ask you this. Were you also incredibly turned on when Clark Clark Kent threatens Candace's dad? Um, well, like not with beating him up, but threatens him that his wife will expose him. Woof. Oh, is that just me? Woof. They had him bust into this diner. He was like, they were like, don't go Superman on him. With he was like, like mm. we all we hear is his heartbeat, like boom, 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 boom. Like, don't go Superman, don't go Superman. Well, all we hear is his heartbeat and your heartbeat, Caitlin. Just sinking up as one, uh, as he's in a little sweater, and he's like, I hate to disturb your meal, but I gotta fuck some shit up real quick. <laughs> um, he kind of just stands there, gets doesn't get pushed around at all. Gets his little tries. The dude tries to push him. He just stands there. And then he's like, you know what? My wife will write a fucking article about you. <laughs> like, 
God bless 2023 Superman. I love him so much. He's like, don't you let me get my wife on you now. And then he goes up to Candace because Candace is a waiter, of course, and they're at the diner. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm sorry you had to see that, Candace. <laughs> yeah, at first he's like, I don't want um, to embarrass. Uh, it's her dad that he's like threatening. So he's like, you don't want to do this in front of your kid. And then he's like, um, it's nothing she ain't seen before. <laughs> And just Who, is this person? Uh, I was trying to help you guys out with the intro here. I didn't watch, but I looked up the outline on IMDb, mm-hmm. and it was confusing. Let me quote: "Secrets are exposed, and personal lives are upset." As Jonathan confronts Emmett, Kyle tells Sarah to accept Lana's apology, and Clark confronts Emmett. So is Emmett this person? He just gets confronted yes. multiple times. I don't think we got Dude, his by name ever. It was fucking just... everybody. Yeah, it starts off. It's <laughs> hilarious. It's hilarious because he. First, Jonathan just goes over and's like, "Is Candace here? I'd like to hang out with Candace." And last episode, it, I guess his name's Emmett, stole Jonathan's car, and Jonathan just got it back without like getting this guy in trouble because he didn't want Candace to have to deal with that. And so he's like, "Don't you have another reason to be here?" Or something like that. Just tries to start shit with um, Jonathan. He's like, is, this, is this a Bud Light drinker or former Bud Light absolutely. drinker? It sounds absolutely. like it. Yes. Uh-huh. Ryan, let me paint you a picture. He lives in a trailer. <laughs> um, he sells drugs. But you know what's best about his trailer? The walls have been punched out too many times that half the walls are just fucking plywood. Uh-huh. There is just plywood walls on his trailer. Yep. Cassie, do you know what it's like to, for me as an angry white man to like get so angry and uh, but there's already holes everywhere, and I have to like I in know. my rage go find a new wall to punch. It's so hard. I'm sorry for you guys. The man. mouse instinct comes in. It's like my holes. <laughs> but yeah, so he confronts. He straight up. Jonathan comes to him. He's like, "Hey, I know you stole my truck. I know you sell drugs. Fuck you, bitch." He gets punched, and then later on, Lois is like, "Did you punch my fucking baby boy, my precious baby boy?" When she confronts Emmett, and then he's like, "Hell yeah, I did. Um, what's up? I'll hit a girl. Here's my gun." And then that's he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna shoot your whole family." Basically, is what he says. Super cool guy. Again, there's no walls, so what else is he to do besides shoot the whole family? He's only got so many options. And that's when Clark comes in, and he just kind of like stands there. Puts him in a little hold and then is like, my wife will write a fucking article about you. <laughs> Wait, puts him in a hold? Like, uh, give him a noogie hold? Like a... No, no, he kind of like slams him on the counter. Like a, l- a good old cop move. Because, arm uh, behind the back? Yeah. Yeah, arm behind the back. Like, he has his hand on his head. Like, and him down on the counter. And he's like, if you fucking do one more thing, my wife will fucking expose the shit out of you. It's like, whoo. So good. Such a good episode. And then we also have um, John Henry has to rescue this version, this Earth's version of his sister um, uh, from Mannheim. Yeah. So Bruno Mannheim was apparently getting weapons from John Henry of this Earth. um, And that that John Henry is dead now. And that John Henry's sister was the one who told Lois that she should get testing for cancer. Um, And. Yeah, there's a whole, it's a, a yeah. whole thing. I feel like we're all getting our hair done. Yeah, yeah. Like, this, and is, then this is all the sister. drama. Yeah, the drama. But either way, he goes to, John Henry of Other Earth comes to this sister of, not his sister, sister, <laughs> and talks to her. It's all good. Yeah. Shit happens. Yeah, <laughs> shit happens. She gets stolen. He gets uh, kidnapped also by Mannheim and is like, you're actually going to be making weapons now for me too. Uh, or your sister will die. You're not yeah. sister, sister. We'll die. So now he's oh, working God. under Mannheim. And Ryan, you want to know the other T? 
Other... Yes, of course I do. Drop it. Spill it. <laughs> Other little baby boy, super powered boy, um, got to get a haircut because that fro is too noticeable. Yeah. Um, so grandpa goes. That's to been my a... notes for like three years now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They heard you. They listened, and they were like, "Grandpa takes him to a barber," and he straight up like, "Fuck you, old man. I'm not doing this." Okay. Military. But, no. Yeah. Yes, but grandpa baits him with like, "Let's go fishing. I want to spend time with my boy Jordan." But Caitlin baits takes- him with fishing. <laughs> she did it. Come on now. She did it. <laughs> yep. But instead, th- drives him up to the haircut in place. <laughs> and um, but in the end, Grandpa gives him a suit after you know he screams at his grandpa and is like, "Fuck you, you old piece of shit." Um, and then they reconnect and they. Grandpa's like, I understand. You're young. Your hair is your expression. Yeah, he's a really cool grandpa now. Does <laughs> everybody drink Bud Light on the show? <laughs> your hair is your expression. You be free to be you, okay? Caitlin, I have to ask because uh, of your intro. You said that they were there's three characters that were all getting over the slap. Yeah. By that, do you mean they watched the 2022 Oscars and <laughs> saw oh. Will Smith slap Chris Rock? <laughs> they all have to deal with that slap. The slap heard around the world. The slap. This is the slap heard around Smallville. <laughs> uh, the Sarah, uh, Lana slapping Sarah. Yes. Oh. Which, Lana which probably wasn't that hard, but both their eyes welled up and she said, I'm sorry. And yeah. All and, of that. and then Sarah, after that, ran to daddy and was like, dad, mom slapped me and didn't give any context. Didn't realize all, uh, all the shit that happened. So they all sat down together, had a good conversation at the diner, um, which was nicely ended with the dessert of Clark Kent coming in and just slapping some boys around. <laughs> mm. I don't know if it was a dessert, but it was definitely a snack. <laughs> a little snack at the end there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Caitlin, it was a great episode. Uh, what was your moment of the week? You know my moment. It was that moment with, with Clark Kent coming, you know, in. coming in there. That was great. Also, moment when the fact that we just keep going back to this trailer and like... Um, you see how much in shambles this motherfucker lives? Just continuously coming back. And this guy just like, yeah, it's, why are we doing this? Two confrontations are at his trailer. The last one's at the diner. He's just trying to eat fries. And he's like, God damn it. I can't even enjoy my Bud Light or my fries. Um, I mean, not fries as a side, but fries as an entree. This entree, bitch is white full trash. Meal. <laughs> <laughs> my moment did anybody, week. sorry, my moment of the week. Did, uh, <laughs> did anybody say Candace dick fit in your mouth? <laughs> no that's inc- that's insane to me that's okay <laughs> sorry Cassie. Insane. uh my moment of the week is when kyle is trying to talk with lana to explain you know he's being the voice of reason yeah. here and um he gets stuck in this moment of kind of johnny bravo elvis and each time he keeps um starting each sentence with you know your mama she uh she tries real hard and he's like your mama did this your mama <laughs> And it was beautiful, and I laughed every time he did it. He said your mama about eight times. And as he was trying to talk to Sarah, it was beautiful. It Is was- he played by a Cajun alligator? <laughs> it was you like- know, your mama. You know your mama. <laughs> it was mixed between Gambit and Johnny Bravo. It really was. It was beautiful acting. He hit it so hard, too, every time. Yo, every yo, single time. <laughs> and there had to be so many takes for this, and nobody said a goddamn word to him. Nobody. Not a single Who person Who is this saying this? Kyle. Kyle. I was going to say, is Emmett making Kyle look like Superman? Kyle looks yeah. much better in this episode than Emmett. Yeah. He is risen. It's insane. <laughs> okay. There's someone on Easter Sunday. <laughs> on Easter, risen. the day of this podcast release is Easter Sunday, and you're saying Kyle has risen. <laughs> Everyone, be sure to search for eggs in honor of Kyle. <laughs> 
<laughs> he pushed that stone aside and he's here. <laughs> well, Superman and Lois is a great show. You should be watching it. It's Tuesdays on the CW. That is it for the poll list. Now it's time for X-Taz. Welcome to X-Taz Mania Bitch, a mini show within a show where we take an in-depth episode-by-episode look at Fox's seminal and underrated early morning soap opera from the mid-90s X-Men the Animated Series. This week we watched Jubilee's Fairy Tale Theater. And guys, (laughs) we started off- Just going there, is there any (laughs) title- of any show that you like, that you're more like, fuck. I saw it typed on our little assignment board, and I was like, surely that's not the name of it. <laughs> and they went to it, and it was like, goddamn, we are we are in Jubilee's fairy tale theater, huh? Um, and that's because she is in charge of a group of kids who have come on a tour to see the caves underneath <laughs> Xavier's mansion, which we all knew existed, and of course the kids would want to come see. The president set this up too. The president said these kids must go look at these caves, and of course, also I want half the team to come um, hang out with me, have some din din. So if you can have somebody lead uh, these children around the caves. While the rest of you come eat some dindin with me. And that's how we are starting the episode. How about this? Don't just don't explain anything. Like if that's your explanation, <laughs> pick plan it. B of don't explain anything. The president said <laughs> these kids must look at the caves under the mansion. Uh, uh, wonderful. I don't like why they chose caves, why these were the only things Jubilee could be like hanging out to lead kids around. It was insane. Um I was in it. F- in for it from the start but she is we see the flashback of how it happens um because the kids are like wow i can't believe you work for xavier it's got to be so cool you probably get to do so many cool things yeah we see her getting think that <laughs> getting this attitude and we see her get left behind that's when we get our explanation to understand why this all is happening a good at least a minute into the episode um and cassie when you say explanation you mean x dash planation right absolutely of course, of course. Um, and then while we're down there, some earthquakes start to happen and, um, Jubilee's like, wow, what's going on? Turns out there's a cave in on this cave because that's what fucking caves do. (laughs) In the name. (laughs) It's kind of right there. If you bring a group of children to a cave, it's going to collapse. Absolutely. So I'm not, I'm not a religious person, but do you guys think that the cave caved in, uh, that was God commenting on Jubilee's fucking white trash 80s haircut, her fucking dirty <laughs> mullet. What the fuck happened in between last episode and this episode? Okay, that's all I was talking about with Cassie during this. The art style for this one is so different. Off oh, the charts. They it's spent like- about $77 on this entire episode. <laughs> the, it looked like um, Captain Planet, almost. Yeah. It, it, looked, and- it looked like a, a Sunday morning cartoon. Not yeah. a Saturday where the big budget goes. A <laughs> Sunday morning cartoon where it's like uh, religious stories and Bible mm-hmm. stories. And it's like educational shit. Like this was. W- uh, I think we have five episodes of The Flash mm-hmm. left. I think we have five episodes of x Has. Like yeah. our lives are about to change dramatically, guys. But uh, they, no one gives a fuck about this show at this point. It's insane because you know people were watching it and they were like, fuck it. We made it. <laughs> we're just going to keep going. We're going to do how we do. But uh, is part of losing budget making, does that force you to make Jubilee's hair stupider? Like, is that yeah, part really. of losing money? I feel like you have, like, the characters drawn. Like, how does this How does this change so much? They let the intern draw too many pages and then had to commit. <laughs> they were like, oh, damn it. She has a mullet now. 
Um, but so this cave-in happens. Obviously, it's kind of spooky for the kids. They don't know it's fully caved in, but they heard a rumble, so they're getting scared. And this is where Jubilee, the all-star, comes in and is like, I know how to keep you all calm. It's story time. Circle up, motherfuckers. <laughs> While this cave collapses, let's get story time. Um, and we then get to go into actual story mode with a book and little shark like photos going as she tells a story, like some medieval ass story. And I was so worried we were gonna stay in this book form for oh, the whole yeah. episode. It, it, it's there's like so like we see pages of a book, like Cassie said, and there's two or three more than you would think there would be. There was a fair amount. So you like it gets to a point where you're like, Oh, we're not leaving this. Like they're so out of money that we're just gonna see these little pictures and having watched the episode, maybe preferred that? Uh, maybe I would have preferred to watch that. You know how most people, when they do this technique, um, they kind of just go to the intro page to get you into the book. Right. Like you see the characters, like, here's your fairy tale story. We open the book. Here's a page. Like Shrek. No, yeah. Like no. Shrek. I was going to say, like Shrek. <laughs> this one stays with it for a while. And then we go into reenactment mode, and we are focused on um, medieval Gambit, who Ooh. has the most wild combination of Cajun. Yeah. Medieval accent I've ever heard in my life. I guess fantasy Gambit uh, is far less understandable than modern day Gambit because he is just like hot ball, hot bubbly, back boo. It's so insane, um, but he does. He gets attacked by what is called clankers. He's ran by that version's Magneto, um, and that's when. Um, there's like some peasants that try to help out, and that's when the one true hero of this story comes to save the day. Who could that be? Fucking Jubilee. Everyone else has different names. This one is straight up just Jubilee. Well, I... she gives everyone like their Christian names. Like <laughs> she talks about Gambit, and like she says his actual name. Uh, when Wolverine comes in, she calls him Logan. Yeah. Like she she talks to everyone by their name. She it's Logan the ogre, names. but shouldn't have just been Loger. <laughs> Absolutely. He's a troll. <laughs> oh, he's a troll. I'm sorry. Uh, did you guys recognize the peasants? No. One was just straight up long shot. Like, <laughs> with the blonde, long hair. And I thought th- they looked familiar. They didn't mention it. Like, I don't know if they, it was supposed to be a reference or they just straight up copied it. The other two were her parents from oh, oh the God. first episode. Wow. I, like, this whole episode, like, the way that the drawing style was and everything, I had trouble trying to figure out who everyone was, like, in this fairy tale land. Like, even Gambit, I was like, is that Gambit? Sounds like Gambit, but is that? And and then there was enough of that where I was like, yep, that's him. That's him, him, of course. Um, So, yeah, we have Jubilee save him, and that's when we're like, hey, what other characters are going to come in? And that's when we get the fucking best character, the one who stole it, fucking Wolverine, as not an ogre? Loger. Loger the troll. He's a troll. It is Logan the troll, and my God, just the most perfect, beautiful boy I've ever seen portrayed on screen. <laughs> they did a bunch of fucked up shit with art here, but they did something right with Logan. <laughs> Nailed Logan the troll. Wait, are you guys horny for Logan the troll? <laughs> with the world is Ryan. <laughs> He's too powerful. He's got a fucking like little cow like nose piercing. I was like, oh, you guys like this? the septum piercing on the troll. <laughs> it lets you know he has enough issues to be <laughs> like you can fix him. <laughs> it lets you know that there's a hot topic in Jubilee's <laughs> fantasy land. Um, so he's there. They're still buddies. He's part of the team. Um, and once they take these all down, um, that's when Gambit's like, 
I, at some point they're like, hey, I got this part of the um, crystal that Magneto has. Um, I could take you to it. Uh, so he leads them down to these caves, and while they're at these caves... Um, oh, by the way, make sure that when you're telling a bunch of children trapped in a cave a story, you make sure to include lots of deep caves that the characters go into, <laughs> yes. just to freak them the fuck out more. And there's, these caves also have issues, because there's something lurking around, kind of looks like Sabretooth, is even more fucked up than Sabretooth himself... Um, but then we come back to the real caves. They're getting more cave-ins. We're starting to get water to fill up and everything. And Jubilee's like, damn, this is getting real. So she sends out. She's like, I can't wait to be saved by yeah. someone else. It's too I'm bad I don't have a, uh, like a power that is helpful. <laughs> All I have is sparklers. So but her sparklers do create a little tiny dam for these to give them a little bit more time. She is like, I have so many kids' lives in my hand right now. I got to do something. Sends off a couple sparklers and um, builds a half dam. Like, she could have hit another sparkler to make a full wall. She gets a half wall and is like, I hope that holds, and walks away. Like, there's like 12 kids you're <laughs> in charge of right now. Like, these, ha- they have parents that care about them, and you're just going to half-ass this? And she, she does. Also, it was 15 minutes into it, and she was like, well, we have to start eating the kids. And just, like, <laughs> starts cooking one up with her sparklers. Uh, and then we get back to the story. Um, we get to the reveal. They get to the little crystal. Um, she has it, and that's when we see this version of Sabretooth, who for some reason has a collar around him. And he's, a, he's a beast, actually. He's, he's a beast. He's an escaped beast. Also, did you notice what was coming out of his head? He's got mm. this long ponytail which looks like a fucking avatar penis like the yeah. avatar people it hook was... into like their they're like dragons to fly but also their girlfriend's vaginas have sex i don't understand avatar guys no you do you fully do they just no, I got show it. their dick all the time <laughs> also was Sabretooth always I, I think i asked this every episode Sabretooth's on but has he always been like this much of a fucking new jersey mook absolutely just like hey what are we doing here <laughs> I, yeah. i'll save my tooth Give me the crystal. Uh, (laughs) They have to, of course, have a little battle here. Um, They take them all out. They leave them in the cave. They're like, that's for another problem. We'll just leave them down here. It's totally chill. And that's when Gambit's like, I know where Magneto keeps his half of the crystal that we got to connect. So I'll take you to it. Um, Also, Xavier comes out of the sky. It's like, Jubilee, you are the the connector. Thank you so much. I almost forgot about Xavier, the wizard. Um, (laughs) He does come as a floating head to be like, you are the only person who can do this. You're the savior of this story. This Um, is just such basic ass, dipshittery, fuckwad fanfic written by one of the characters in the show, just saying like, oh, this person who doesn't respect me at all, I'm going to think of a story where he comes down and says, Jubilee, you are the one that we all need and love, and we actually respect you. Not like in real life, where we think that you're a piece of shit. Listen, sometimes a person has daddy issues, and the only way you can kind of heal yourself is kind of write a story where your dad's like, you're great, love you, uh, I respect you. So she's working through it, and she's also keeping these kids calm. Um... So they do go, they connect these crystals. It was a trap. Of course, Magneto wanted this. Um, fuck, at this point, like, there's some <laughs> yeah. battle. This is Jubilee about where I pulled out my phone. I just started playing Marvel Snap at this point. <laughs> of course, Jubilee saves the, s- the day. 
Um, Jubilee connects the stones, gives Magnus all the powers, but then like it's too much power. Oh, she starts charging him up, so all the yeah. metal comes to him. Yes, that's how her sparklers become so handy. She yeah. can charge up Magneto. Yeah, because she, of course, is again the one who can do it. The it's only one. The only one. And um, yep, she becomes the hero. They're like, you want to be a princess of this shit? It's gonna be a lot of work. You got to read shit. She's like, fuck that, absolutely not. Um, Which the king and the queen are Cyclops and. Jean Grey? Are they? So. Because they look the like voices. them. But the, yeah, the voices <laughs> are. Like, Jean, like she turns to the queen. She's like, well, thank you, queen, for everything that you've done. And Jean Grey's like, <laughs> hello, Jubilee. And then Scott's like, I am the king. And it was weird. Because they mentioned it at the very beginning that that's who our king and queen are. And then when you see them, I was like, who is? Who yeah. are these people? <laughs> they have. And we saw Scott's eyes. Like. I just want to know what was on the script to have that person make that noise. The (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where that came from. Beautiful. Got it in one take. Absolutely. We don't have drops on this show, but should I make a drop of Jean Grey laughing like that just so we can play it? Yes, please. I love that. I need it. I absolutely need it. Um, And that, of course, is our fairy tale ending. No, she goes off with um, Gambit and um, Troll Logan. To uh, continue being a, a hero because she doesn't want to read like a princess has to. Um, <laughs> and then we go back into the real life and she they have come. The rest of the X-Men are back from their din-din with the president. Um, they open up the little cave and they're like, wow, these kids are calm to, for almost drowning in a cave. And they're like, wow, good story. And that's the episode. <laughs> that's the fucking episode, guys. <laughs> that's all. That's an episode of X-Men and it's beautiful. And we watched it. And I hope you all enjoyed it. What are the odds? Or like, just like, I know we can't do this scientifically, but just like, go with me here. Do you guys think that this could, if we all voted at the end when we're done, be the single worst episode we've ever watched? No. No. Are you kidding me? I'm going to say another phrase to you, and this is why it's one of the best. Um, Troll Logan. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right hand troll? (laughs) There was a whole episode where I think Logan was in Japan, that one was awful. There's there's been some there's been some crazies. I will uh, say this: this episode is better than the film Shrek. <gasps> How, How dare, dare you? you. <coughs> Do you guys know what it's like to be born when you were, and or like to not be born when you were, and to just uh, see Shrek is like kind of an average average minus movie instead of this fucking like golden <laughs> fucking Bible that you hold above your heads. Shrek is fucking stupid and bullshit, guys. It's time to watch more movies. Shrek is great, just like the Phantom Menace, and you should go. Oh my go. god! <laughs> I rest my case, Your Honor. All of the evidence has been put before me. Learn how to watch a fucking film, Ryan. These are great. <laughs> Have you even watched good movies before? Uh, I can't trust your judgment, but we'll see how it goes for you when we go to these uh, awards. The first one we're doing is most '90s thing. Ryan, what do you got? Um, my most '90s thing is uh, Jubilee pulls something out of her pocket, and a kid goes, "Is that a Satcom 2000 digital beeper?" Yeah. And every word in that sentence is '90s as fuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> I forgot to mention there is. We start in the cave, and there's the nerdiest fucking kid. Just knows everything about caves and just everything. He's and like, "I'm gonna be an archaeologist," and the other kid's like, "You're gonna play with dirt your whole life." Yeah, and then the other kid's like. <laughs> Did you say I'm going to play with dirt? I'll fucking kill you. Like, <laughs> it's, it's fine. Play with dirt. It's fine. 
Um, but yes, very 90s. Caitlin, what do you got? Mine is actually the same thing. Jubilee has a yeah. fucking beeper. And that's how she has calls the X-Men to come save them. It's, actually, it's also beeper. how she knows when to deal drugs. Yeah. <laughs> you got to keep track of these things. Uh, my 90s thing is one of these... The, Another one of these kids, um, there's two twins, I think they are, with just different color hair. And, and skin. Say, and they say everything in unison. Yeah. Again, they don't look alike, but they say everything in unison. So I can only believe they are twins. I, you know what's weird is that it's it, it does seem weird unless you know me and Mike. And then it's like, that's how me and Mike are. True. Um, but you guys are right with the beeper. It absolutely has to be the most 90s thing. So Ryan, you will get that point. Our next one is best gasp line. Caitlin, what do you got? Um, Logan's a troll. When Logan mm-hmm. uh, becomes a troll, um, that was my favorite thing. And I did love that. And I did gasp. I was like, oh, my God. Because we had like Jubilee was an elf. Like Gambit, he was like a Robin Hood type character. Everyone was pretty like humanoid. We're working with basic shit yeah, at the beginning. Pretty human. And Logan, of course, he's got to be this big old greed beast, and I did love it a lot. It's Can beautiful. we get a meme going of where the first picture is Caitlin laying on her bed looking at a picture, and in the frame <laughs> is Logan as a troll? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, Ryan, what do you got for best gas line? My my gas line was like, <gasps> Jubilee is the hero of this episode. Forgetting that Jubilee was the one telling the story, <laughs> I was still so shocked that she could be the... Uh, protagonist of an episode she was a hero in t- more ways than one ryan put some respect on jubilee's name aka miss lee for reasons <laughs> that i don't understand because her name she- is her jubilee full name is lee? jubilation lee oh my oh, gosh wow. and her uh codename is jubilee wow beautiful Thank so you she so uh she like uh couple named her first and last name jubilee because wow. yeah. she don't need nobody she's perfect by herself jubilee she just need that lation um, my gasp line, of course, it was the Wolverine troll reveal. So, Caitlin, since we're on the same page yes. here, you're going to get that point. I, next- I keep thinking that I will not be shocked by you guys in an episode. <laughs> and this is... <laughs> Did you see him? Do you need to pull up a photo of him to understand? Yes. he. Uh, it's a big fucking fat buff idiot <laughs> green guy. Oh, yeah. So good. <laughs> okay. You get it. All right, you get it. <laughs> Our next uh, award is best use of power. Ryan, what do you got? Uh, my use is uh, my best use of power is uh, Jubilee's running at the very end. Oh my um, god! They're like, wow, maybe Jubilee. She kept those kids calm. Maybe she is a wonderful person. And then it cuts to her just running through a local meadow. And I have never seen anyone run like this in my entire life. She was running towards some Bud Lights. It was crazy. <laughs> Does a fucking dive roll and then just loses yeah, control of her limbs <laughs> while running. <laughs> That's where I was like, these animators themselves hated this episode. These Thanks. animators, this is is this Chat GPT who have only heard about humans run, but have never You're seen like, a human run before. Who they kind of move their arms, just go for this. <laughs> Um, Caitlin, what do you got for best use of power? Uh, mine is the power to influence children. Jubilee is a minor character. doesn't go on many, like, exciting, you know, um, battles or whatever. Mm-hmm. But these children, to these children, she is better than Logan and Gambit and everything because they heard the story and she was a star and they... they so now these children will grow up thinking Jubilee is the best. And she tells great stories. And tells great... Well, she, they don't think it's a story. They think this is all real because they children. 
fucking idiots, dude. I mean, if you think about it, these young children were underground and not the main characters. So are these minor, minor, minors? Oh, good one, Ryan. Thank you. Hey, Ryan, certified good one. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) This certified good one has been brought to you by Bud Light. Uh, for best use of power, I have the power to turn Wolverine into a troll, obviously. <laughs> so Jesus Christ. I'm going to put po- a fan on you, too, just to <laughs> cool you guys down. Go to me. <laughs> um, our next one is LVP. Caitlin, what do you got? It's obviously got to be the artists here. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry, but they they really took a, a weekend off and maybe drew this in an hour. Um, what if they said that all the so artists, hard. like... All right, ev- everybody who's right-handed, use your left hand. If you're left-handed, <laughs> use your right hand. I wouldn't be surprised. The way that people's eyes and expressions were just like totally like anime almost at some points, but then other points like it, it like people didn't look the same even throughout this episode. There was no continuity, and I didn't know who people were, even though these were characters we've seen like tons of episodes with. It's wild, truly wild. The artists, though, you know, they only did one thing right. It was. You know, Logan Troll. That's because they put all the effort on yeah. Logan Troll. Which I mean, if that if that is the case, if that was their choice, like then power to them. They should be the MVP instead. <laughs> Ryan, who do you got for LVP? Uh, my LVP is that bitch ass cave for not just killing Jubilee and those kids. <laughs> just get the job done, you fucking cave. That was my runner up, Ryan. <laughs> you know how fucking quick this episode would have been as if it was just Wolverine and Professor X coming back from their dinner. <laughs> Just finding a bunch of dead children. <laughs> and Jubilee's done. We She out. We don't have to worry about this girl anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Solve be. all problems. Five episodes of them dealing with Congress about having a cave-in, <laughs> killing children. <laughs> My LVP is um, I have Xavier for him being such a little bitch when he's getting onto the plane of like, I would obviously leave these kids around, but the president called and wants me in his presence. So I was like, God damn it, Xavier. So the president called and said, I'm Pre- Professor X, I need you at dinner, but also I need you to take these kids under a cave. Yes. Yeah. The president's responsible for both storylines. <laughs> Somehow. God damn president. What a president. <laughs> Maybe he's the LVP. <laughs> Uh, Ryan, I am going to give that one to you, though, because it was bitchy, and I appreciate that out of you. <laughs> Our final award is MVP. Ryan, what do you got? Uh, it has to be, without a doubt. Do you guys, um, you know who Michael Sheen is? Yes. I think so. In his greatest performance, great actor, many great performances, but his greatest performance uh, in one of the Twilight films where he uh, laughs in a certain way. Oh, uh, Yes. Now we know that was all based on the Queen Jean Grey and how <laughs> she speaks and laughs. My MVP is Jean Grey just going every time she has a line of dialogue. It was a beautiful acting choice and the person committed. It's, it is perfect. It is MV- MVP material. Uh, but Caitlin, what do you got? Um, my, my MVP goes to the savage child that comes out of a case, is rescued. The story has ended. Jubilee finished it and all of these people that were in their story they recognize them and they're like oh these are the people from our story so this child has to, <laughs> he goes up to Wolverine who comes up to him and says um, you're it's Logan the troll and Logan is like very hurt he's like I'm what? a troll like what <laughs> I'll fucking kill you yeah and it's great and I do love that that, that, that kid is my MVP yep yeah. Caitlin you're absolutely right that is the MVP um 
he just the way he approaches him without hesitation and is like well the troll is here in my presence yeah Uh, he's like the troll it's beautiful um caitlin that point will be going to you because you got the same one as me wow that makes this round where i got one point caitlin and ryan both tied with two you guys what a great episode all around of this podcast of extaz i'm glad you guys are my friends um even though i'm glad you guys are my friends i do have to get you out of the studio and off this fucking mic though okay guys so if you can please leave while i do the outro and i am gonna bring in a very special person um it's her birthday everyone caitlin's mom is here to tell me about the other shows caitlin's mom please tell me about some shows on this network is that me that's that's you come on in mama do i fucking do this right now because i don't want to embarrass my my little precious baby She's fragile, she's sensitive, and mm-hmm. I love her. I love her. I absolutely love her. No, she wants nothing more than for you to be on this podcast right now. And Cassie, you look us. at her. Look at her. She, look, she has some schmutz on her face. Can you clean that off for me? Yeah, I got you. Absolutely. The, right there. I think I got it. Oh, yeah, Did I yeah, get it? You got it. You got it. You got Great. it. Um, but yes, your baby girl's doing good. Thank you so much for coming into the studio. Um, I know you know a lot about podcasts, and I think there's some other shows that you uh, you happen to listen to. As a woman in my 40s or 50s or 60s, nobody Mm. knows, (laughs) I listen to podcasts all day, every day. Mm. And one of my favorites is, of course, Movie of the Year, which Caitlin has been on but is not on enough. Why is she not on? Why is anybody else on that show except for my fucking perfect fucking Fabergé egg of a daughter that I love (laughs) named Caitlin? I love her so much. Her hair is so great in her (laughs) <laughs> face is freaking smushy. Yeah. That's those she does have both of those attributes. You're absolutely uh, right. hair, great. Check. Uh <laughs> smushy face, great. Check. Thank you. Thank you very Cassie, much. Cassie, I don't think I like your attitude. Oh, I'm and so I, sorry, Mama. I'm gonna fuck I'm gonna fucking call your mother and I'm gonna tell her exactly oh, no. how you're treating me right now. Oh no, please don't call my mom. Um I, I don't know where we got off on the wrong foot here. I love your banana bread. Uh that is so fucking rude. Oh, no. Because it's supposed to say a, a word stronger than love when you talk about my banana bread. Uh, adore? Mm, no, double love. So fuck, double love. I triple love your banana bread. That's too much, Cassie. Now you're <laughs> kissing my damn, ass, and I don't like it. it. I said double love. <laughs> anyway, movie of the year. It's a fucking great show with one of the most handsome men I've ever seen, Ryan, and two other fucking fugly idiot chodes. Named Greg and Mike. Caitlin, baby, Boobala. My dearest, you should be on it more often. Caitlin, is Caitlin still here? Can you bring her up on stage, please? Uh, for you, absolutely. Caitlin, can you please come back in the studio? Your mama is, is here. Mom, oh, mom, you're here. Hi. Caitlin, why are you not on Movie of the Year more often? I don't know, mom. I guess I need to ask them to be on it a lot more. You're There's so just so, so many years I don't know. You're so smart because you know the only two good movies are Shrek and The Phantom Menace. And you need to tell those boys that because they like other movies and that's stupid. There's only two movies that you should ever watch. You're right. And you know why those are my favorite moments? Because you took me to them. I did take you to them. Yes. (laughs) That's a beautiful moment. Let's go watch Shrek together. Let's go watch. (laughs) Yes. We're going to go watch Shrek 4D. I have a 4D theater set up in my house that only plays Shrek 4D where we smell Shrek's farts and donkey's burps. <laughs> they have a special relationship. Have fun, you guys. Bye. Um, Bye. Bye.
Um, I do actually have, uh, Mike wasn't here the whole episode, but that's because he was out searching for a fun hat. That's right. I got Mike with a fun hat here to tell me about some other websites. Well, uh, hello. Hey, Mike. Hi. I, you were gone for quite some time looking for that hat. Um, go ahead and tell me what hat you happen to buy right now. Uh, well, you see, so my hat, it's super cool. Um... It has like a lot of cool things, like dinosaurs on it, and I, I like, Fucking I don't rad. know if you know this, but I, I'm like kind of a dinosaur boy. Um, <laughs> you are a dinosaur boy, certified, certified, and it has a brontosaurus. Um, do you know what a brontosaurus is? That long neck one. I do believe that is the right one. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> Hell yeah. you did get it. I'm gonna give you a dinosaur badge after this, but Fuck yes. Yeah. Fuck yeah! That's uh, all it is a good dinosaur hat. Yeah, this is my new one. It looks, it looks great. Um, I'm glad you could take uh, this whole time off from the podcast. You were missed, but in order to get that hat, worth it. Cassie, I need you to tell you me more how much you miss me because, like, I I really went really hard to get this hat, but like, I need more in my life to hear how much you miss me. Mm, I won't fucking do that. S- tell me about some websites. Mm, I'll <laughs> do that once you tell me how much you miss me. <laughs> you were mediocrely missed. Well, I'll take that. <laughs> in the websites, uh, of course, you could just go to. Uh, yourpopfilter.co mm-hmm. um, that's where you can get some cool articles and everything superhero and your pop filter go there uh, another website you should go to is we should get a little kashish if you go over to yourpopfilter.co so put a slash Amazon on there and say fuck you to Bezos but hello to you wallets over there uh, t- to us um, when you do that so we thank you for doing that give us money and then lastly if you go to um, patreon.com slash your pop filter my little pay pigs go over there and they deposit their little money and we give them a little bit of extra content every single uh, week absolutely uh, thank you so much Mike I don't want to keep you in studio because you got to be sharing that hat with the world so now uh, Marcus is your name Marcus here yeah. oh shit Caitlin's mom is back no um, this is Mike this is oh. Mike Caitlin's mom Mike are you single because my girl Cassie is looking for a man and <laughs> oh, I feel so a little nice. bit of chemistry here you, it's, uh. because we both know dinosaurs I could see how you would think that um, but I, I am feeling a love connection right now, just looking at the two of you speak. <laughs> it's so nice, Caitlin's mom. This is so uh, this is awkward because I'm actually married to dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the concept no... of dinosaurs. She's <laughs> no, married no. to it. <laughs> no, I like to really jump them bones all the time. So I'm married fossils, to Fossils, you mean. You mean fossils. <laughs> you nope. jump them fossils. <laughs> nope, them bones. <laughs> that's my that's that's my baronosaurus. As you can see, there's no getting in between this love. It's his heart is all full of dinosaur and dinosaur bones. So maybe next time, Cassie, I'm gonna keep looking for you. I appreciate that. Thank you, Caitlin's mom. Um, coming in, we do have guys. I'm so excited for this one. For our final little bit of info, we got him, the man, the myth himself. We got Troll Logan in studio to tell us about social media. Troll Logan. Mike's all yours. This 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 is where I'm supposed to talk. Yep, right there, right down that mic. What? Why are you, Why are you two looking at me like that? Because we're just like we're like excited that you're in studio. Um, just I can't believe we were able to get you. That our schedules lined up. Uh, hopefully our schedules can line up later if you're free. Um, but that we'll talk about that later. Social media. Social media. Mm-hmm. Facebook. 
I don't think we're on that one. But that is that is a website. But I wouldn't recommend it. MySpace. Or a social media thing. MySpace. I honestly have been trying to get back to MySpace. We should be on MySpace. Spudnard. Spudnard. Um, Spudnard.com. <laughs> Spudnard.com. We aren't on yet. I'm trying to see if it catches on. Uh, you should be on Spudnard.com. What's all What's all happening at Spudnard? Spuds. Nerds. Two types <laughs> two types of pictures on spudnard.com. <laughs> Spuds and nerds. Well, you make a convincing argument. We're going to get on Spudnard. Um, what's what's oh. another one you got? Trollio. Scrollio or polio? Trollio. No, not polio. <laughs> this trollio ain't got no polio. <laughs> That's good to hear. That's what I say on the web on the apps when I'm out there dating. Fuck, that's uh, so funny. That's good. Yeah. You're on the apps. You're on the I, dating apps. I'm on the dating apps. Of course I am. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm a single man about town. That's um. That's good to hear. I'll I'll make note of that. It's hard because I'm fucking ugly and green with tusk and a septum piercing. <laughs> no, you don't. No you're one would on find right me attractive. Nobody in their right mind would find me attractive. So no. I can be on the apps. <laughs> no, I know some people for you. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll send them your way. Don't worry. Um, uh, but yeah, at Pot Filter Instagram. Yep, that's a good one. Um, I think we also got YouTube. Uh, go ahead and search us there. Uh, we also got an email contact at popfilter.co. You can send us your emails. Um, if you think you might want to date um, Troll Logan, uh, go ahead and send over a little detail, a little dating profile about yourself. I'll, I'll send it to you, Troll Logan. <laughs> popfilter.co is articles and podcasts. Popfilter.tro, that's pictures <laughs> of me and my spuds and nards. Gonna be bookmarking that one. Can't wait. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, uh, you, I saw you said you were gonna be bookmarking it right now, but you fake bookmarked it, just waving your hand in the air. Oh no no no! Trust me, bookmarking it. You don't got to worry about that one, my friend. Spuds, spuds, <laughs> spuds. spuds all the way. Uh, sadly, that is the end of this episode. Um, thank you for helping us with that. Next week, you guys, we got a big episode because Nick from None of My Friends Like Comics is going to return and he's going to help us talk about the return of Titans. Um, so be sure to catch that one. That is it for this week, though. For Mike, I'm Ryan. For Ryan, I'm Mike. For Caitlin, I am me. And for me, I am me. Bye, everyone. Bye.